Hey there, everyone. This is Chris Hargraves from tipsforlawyers.com, and this is the Tips for Lawyers podcast, episode number 51. It is also the first podcast of 2016, so if you're listening and it's still anything vaguely close to the new year, then happy new year. I hope you had a good break. I hope you know what it is you want to do this year, and that's what we're going to talk about in today's lesson. What is it that you're going to learn this year, and how are you going to go about doing it? And I want to approach it from the point of view of the HOPE training method, or the HOPE learning method. And this is the method that most young lawyers are using in order to advance in their careers. Less so you, because you're listening to this podcast, and hopefully you read tipsforlawyers.com articles as well. But the HOPE learning method, what is it? Here is what it looks like in practice. I go to university, I do my degree, and then I hit the workplace. I do my training, and then I am admitted as a lawyer, and I turn up to work, and then I turn up to work again. And then for the next five years or so, I keep turning up to work, and I hope that over those five years, I will get better at my job. I hope that I will learn the things I need to learn. I hope that I will excel at my career. I hope that my drafting skills will increase. I hope that I will get access to bigger and more complex types of legal work. I hope that I will be given some greater degree of autonomy or some greater degree of authority or some kind of promotion or whatever it is. This is the HOPE method at work. And it is, in fact, what most young lawyers do. Because for many young lawyers, they feel like they have, in fact, finished the race once they are admitted as lawyers. And that, in reality, is utterly wrong. And I've spoken about it before in podcasts about things like continual improvement. I've spoken about it in terms of things like goal setting. And today I wanted to have a talk about how you can readjust your thinking a little, because there are a lot of young lawyers who think that learning on the job is the only way to go about doing it. And for that reason, they don't necessarily put much effort into anything else. And on the one hand, I can understand that. You don't necessarily want to put effort into anything else beyond what you are receiving as part of your job. But you need to be aware and mindful of what sort of expectations you're setting if that is the approach you want to take. If you want to go to your job, do what is required of you, and then leave and do something else, go to parties or surf the net or go on Facebook or watch a thousand episodes of Game of Thrones or whatever, then that is fine. But you need to adopt that approach with an appreciation for the fact that by using that method, you may or may not get the things that are on your list of desired achievements. And this is really the fundamental difference between true and appropriate goal setting and wishful thinking, which is really what the HOPE method is about. Because here's what I know for a fact. I know that most young lawyers want more complicated work. I know that most young lawyers want to serve their clients better. I know that most young lawyers want advancement in their careers. But also to go with that, most young lawyers don't actually know how to go about working towards those things. So they're using the HOPE learning method. They're hoping that if they turn up to work for long enough, They're hoping that if they continue doing things the way they've done, then someone will tell them. Someone will give them that feedback. Someone will prod them eventually in the right direction that leads to the goals they're after. You can see the problem, I'm sure. The first is that their aspirations haven't been properly set as goals. 
and it being the new year, it's not a terrible time to talk about goal setting. I try to avoid concepts like New Year's resolutions, but at the end of the day, that's really what we're talking about. What sort of goals are you setting this year and how are you going to actually achieve them? They may be the same sort of aspirations you've had for a couple of years already, but you may find that you're not advancing towards them the same as you have in previous years. So, what is it that you're going to do this year? There are a number of things we need to talk about in that respect. Firstly, having your goals. I'm not going to go on about this too much. You need to articulate your goals and that's fine. Uh, Your goal might be to grow your network. Your goal might be to improve your legal skills. That's a little generic, but that'll do for the moment. Your goal might be to get the promotion that's available to you or is coming up as being available to you and you want to start ticking off the boxes that are necessary to apply for the promotion or to be uh, viewed as someone who's eligible for a promotion to a particular role. Those things are all great and they're all fine aspirations, but if you don't actually deliberately take any steps towards them, then you're relying upon the hope learning method. And the first thing that can be helpful is to actually step back and articulate precisely what is required in order to achieve that goal. What is it that you need to do? If you want the promotion, what are the criteria for the promotion? If you want to build a network, then what sort of size is the network you want to build? Who do you want to build it with? What do you need to do? Where are the lacking elements in your network? Because rather than just sort of stabbing around randomly in the dark, you need to actually come up with some ideas that are going to meaningfully progress you through to your goal. Now, a classic example of this is higher education. Obviously, most of the people listening to this have or will have in the future law degrees. But what about a master's degree? What about a further tertiary qualification? A lot of people want to do that. And I read an article recently, which I'm going to deal with in an upcoming episode of this podcast about further tertiary education. But for all I need to say today, what you need to be aware of is how will that progress you towards your goal? Because you need to avoid doing things that feel like you're advancing, whereas in reality, you're just treading water. You're giving yourself the semblance of progression, but not actually achieving anything meaningful to progress you towards your goal. So sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes things like a master's degree are to help you feel like you're progressing in your career or you're giving yourself some kind of edge, but you've never actually stepped back and asked the question, how? You've never asked the question, why is this something I'm doing? What is it going to achieve for me? And so when you look at things like university education and when you look at things like turning up to work with a hope that you will get promoted within a couple of years, you need to consider how are the activities that you are engaging in going to actually achieve those goals for you? What about a mentoring program? A lot of firms, especially larger firms now, have mentoring or more formal mentoring. Smaller firms do have uh, mentoring. It's often less formal, but it is there and it is available. But most people don't know what to do with a mentoring program. That includes mentors and the people being mentored, I should say. Most people don't know what to do because they're not sure what they want out of it. They've never thought, what can I get? out of this process? Do I just need a bit of a poke? Do I need encouragement? Do I need a kick up the backside? Do I need someone to actually hold my hand on a step-by-step basis? What is it that I need to help 
progress me towards the goals that I've actually set? How am I going to step that out? And so instead of mentoring becoming a really useful tool, mentoring in fact becomes a fairly useless waste of time. You have a bit of a chit chat, you see how someone's going, you have a bit of a gossip session about a couple of other people in the firm, then you go back feeling like you've been nicely mentored and had a chat with someone more senior than you, and that is fundamentally relevant. Sorry, that is fundamentally not relevant. It is fundamentally useless because you are not achieving anything that is relevant to your goals. So if you have a mentoring program, how are you going to utilize it? Instead of using the hope method, perhaps if I have enough access to this person over time, they might deal with the things that I want them to deal with, or they might give me some sort of advice that I might find useful for my career, and then I might put that into effect. Get some really useful, meaningful tips from your mentoring program. It's very, very straightforward. So I wanted to leave you with a few thoughts on how you can go about actually changing from the hope learning methodology to something a little bit more strategic. As you know, I'm not a huge fan of ridiculous plans. I am a huge fan of implementation. So it just involves a little bit of introspection and it involves a little bit of foresight in your decision making. So the first thing I want you to consider is this. If you're going to do something, know why you're doing it. Now, I've assumed here, of course, that you have some goals. I've also assumed, and perhaps I shouldn't, that you've pared back a little bit, that you've taken on board some of the comments I've made over the last little while about essentialism and that you've freed up some available time or energy or mental space so that you can, in fact, go about utilizing this sort of system properly. So if you're going to do something, know why. Take a look at your goal, take a look at your activity, And then when you're considering your activity, say, how is this thing I am going to do going to point me in the right direction towards that particular goal or another goal or some form of thing that you actually want to achieve? And if it doesn't do that, why are you doing it? If you, over the long term, want to become a litigation lawyer, why are you doing a master's degree in conveyancing law and practice? If you want to build a practice in entrepreneurial startups then why are you spending 100 hours a month marketing to insolvency practitioners? These are some examples. In particular in the space of marketing, where people have a tendency to flap around without necessarily considering what strategic goals they're hoping to meet. So you need to know why you are going to do the thing you're going to do. So it can be helpful to really take a close look at what you're doing whether it be a master's degree, a mentoring program, a rolling up to work process, a CLE, anything that you're doing, why are you doing it and how is that connected with the goal that you want to achieve? So then what you need to do is you need to ensure over time that the thing you are doing continues to meet that requirement because you may find it isn't what you expected and you may find it's a complete and total waste of time. So as you're going through the process of the thing, whether it's a new content marketing strategy or a new blog that your firm is starting or you're going to write some articles that you're hoping will get some distribution or some visibility, maybe you're giving a new presentation, maybe you're starting to try and bill more and adopting a few practices can allow you to record your time better. Whatever it is, across the board, you need to consider whether what you were doing is in fact achieving the goal. Now, you need to give stuff enough time, but you also need to be prepared to kill it. 
if it's not doing that. And that can be a very difficult thing because if you're two thirds of the way through something and you come to the startling realization that it's a complete and total waste of time, then you need to be prepared to kill it before you waste more time and money. And that is a very difficult thing for most people to do. So that really is the process. It is very straightforward. Set a goal, set it properly. Don't set an aspiration, set a goal. Know what you need to do to achieve that goal and then analyze what it is you're actually doing and see if it is pointing you in the right direction towards the goal. And if it's not, can it be adjusted so that it will? Mentoring programs are incredibly flexible, and that might be an area where you can get much more traction than what you're going to get. And we're going to have a talk about that in a future episode. But for the moment, I want you to consider, are you using the hope learning method? Are you just rolling up to work day in, day out, working hard, because I know you work hard, but hoping that you will gradually, incrementally work towards your goals? Or do you have a more strategic approach to doing it? And if so, is your strategic approach working. The hope learning method might work and it has worked for some people or it might not. Maybe your firm will provide what you need and maybe it will not. Maybe your experiences will grow and maybe they will not. Maybe your mentor will eventually touch on a subject that resonates with you and maybe they will not. It is, after all, part of what you need to know in terms of setting your goals and going ahead in your career. So be more strategic this year is, I guess, my fundamental encouragement. Be more strategic about how you spend your time. Be more strategic about what you're doing. And be more strategic about how you utilize the tools and the resources that are available to you for your career advancement. That is all I had. This is Tips for Lawyers podcast episode number 51. To the extent that there are any show notes or relevant links, you will find them at tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 51. As well, I would love it if you would go to iTunes and you would subscribe and leave a nice comment or some sort of five-star rating. You can head there easily at tipsforlawyers.com slash iTunes, which will redirect you to the iTunes link. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.